0: Coming up. And then it goes on to say they are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. And so they just not only want to do evil, they want to cause somebody else to stumble. And you guys may have experienced this, when folks are persistent about trying to get you to do something bad. They say, oh, come on, come on, yeah. come on, you can, you can just take it, just yeah. just, just hit it, just just do it. Yeah, it's, it, is, yeah, yeah. they do whatever it is. The evil, they, either, they say, it ain't, it's okay, it ain't, gonna ain't that bad, and then they make it look like it's fun and it's pleasing and all that, and they're putting this constant pressure on you to do evil.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. We may not want to hear this, but all human beings are often motivated by things that aren't very good. Whether we accept it or not, there's evil in our hearts. Thankfully, when we let Jesus Christ take the lead in our lives, he can regenerate our motives. Join us for the message series, Travelers from the Heart where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn help us to examine the things in our hearts that motivate many of our actions. Here's the first message in the series, The Evil Within Me, part four.
0: The sixth evil kind of evil that Jesus mentioned is greed. Greed. And greed is that insatiable longing for wealth. It's the, it's, it's, it's a longing that's incapable of being satisfied. It's like, I just got to have more. Got, I need more, I need more, I need more. Look what it says in 1 Timothy 6, 5 through 10. It says, and constant friction between people of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. Let that sit in a little bit. There are some people who think that being godly should translate to financial gain. Hmm. And it's calling that greed, as we're gonna see here. Yeah. Look what it says in verse six. It reads on, but godliness with contentment is great gain. So it's telling us that be godly, but be content with whatever it is you got. Whatever you have, right? Mm-hmm. That is great gain. Mm-hmm. Not I want to be godly and then have all these things. Mm-hmm. In order for me to consider it gain, no, I'm godly, Lord. And I'm ha- I'm content right where I am.
1: Yeah.
0: And when we talk about contentment, is that, Lord, I I'm 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 satisfied. It's not like you. It's not like you don't desire to have other things, but the the it's a caution here because it can t- turn into greed, and you're not looking for the the. In other words, the godliness should mean more to us than the material gain. And then it says in verse seven, for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. Now think about that. I know you've heard this many times before, and we know this is true that when we die, you know, all of our gain don't come with us. I don't care how many gazillion dollars we got. They ain't coming with us, which means they hold no value in eternity. Mm -hmm. All the money has no value in terms of eternal, the eternal kingdom. You can't take it with you. So that right there tells us that if I'm desiring it more than I, than I am desiring what I can take with me, and that is godliness. I can take my godliness with me yeah, to heaven. Yeah. I can take my godliness into eternal life. Mm-hmm. It has more value. Right. Okay. All the Benjamins and the, the, the other people, the Hamiltons and <laughs> and all that other stuff those faces on on our green backs yeah. mean nothing in heaven but guess what godliness means something i want to put my stock invest in being godly being like god the character of god which we're going to talk about as we more as we um go through this series yeah but that is something i can take with me so why in the world would i value the things that i can't take me take with me to into heaven over the things that i can It makes no sense, Mm -hmm. but that's how deceptive our hearts can be. Our hearts can deceive us to think that these things, this money has more value than love. Our hearts can deceive us to think that this money has more value than peace, than joy, than long suffering and on and on. And we can start pursuing the things, the money and neglecting our pursuit to these other things like love, joy, and peace, and so forth. Mm -hmm. That's what our hearts can have us and trick us into doing. So we got to be very, very careful. And then it says here in verse eight, but we have food and clothing, but if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money, is a root of all kinds of evil. Mm-hmm. And some people eager for money have wandered from the faith mm-hmm. and pierced themselves with many griefs. Hmm. So it's telling us here that some folks have, have desired to have money so much that they left God. Yeah, They wandered from the faith. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. But that's what a deceitful heart can do yeah. if you don't get it in check and let God examine it and do surgery on it. That's what it can do. And it says the love of money, not the money, but the love of love it of yeah. is a root of all evils, all kinds of evil. So uh I heard it said, and you may have too, that you no know, money is a is a good servant, but it's a terrible master.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that.
0: So, when you love money, it becomes your master. That's right. But when you just use it for furthering the kingdom for good, then it's a servant. That's right. So, when we let money be our master, then it can cause us to wander from the faith, Mm -hmm. take us to ruin and destruction because we ain't taking none of it with us. So, we really need to do something about the tendency to be greedy. Mm -hmm. The seventh is. Uh, write this down, is wickedness, wickedness. And that's anything that's morally bad or corrupt. Proverbs 4, 14 and through 16 says, do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it, do not travel on it, turn from it and go on your way. I'm gonna pause for a moment right here and understand the instruction because we, we like putting our foot or dipping our toe in the water, or on the road of toward the wickedness, we like to peek down the wicked street.
2: <laughs> as a little sample,
0: yeah, as a little sample, <laughs> right? You just, just get a quick, get, get a quick look, a quick smell, a quick feel, or whatever. And the text is saying to us, don't even put your foot there. Don't even do it. Okay. Not alone walk on it. It says don't put your foot there. Then, Because if you don't put your foot there, then how can you walk in it anyway? Don't even put your foot on the path of the wicked. Mm-hmm. Don't even walk in the way or the road of the evildoer. Avoid it. Yeah. Okay. Take another route. Okay. Don't even come close to it. Don't travel on it. Go a different way. And then verse sixteen says, "For they cannot rest." Talking about the evildoers, mm-hmm. the folks who walk the path of the wicked, they cannot rest until they do evil. See, we, <laughs> us folk who trying to be right a little bit, we want to play around with 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 the evil and hang out with the evil folk who ain't trying to do right at all. Yeah, we you we don't understand. You you are getting into the lion's den. <laughs> With the evil people who are just not trying to do right. And you think you can just kind of waltz in there and get out every now and then. You no, you, you, think you, you
2: think you're strong enough. Yeah. Think you're
0: strong enough. Yeah. But you are putting your subjecting yourself to people who, as this text is saying, it's saying verse 16, for they cannot rest until they do evil. Hmm. They can't even go down and lay down and go to sleep until they did something bad.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their day, their day is not complete without doing evil. They get to near the end of the day, it's like, oh, something don't feel right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I ain't did evil today. (laughs) I mean, do y'all get this? This is how deep it is. And then it goes on to say they are robbed of sleep Mm -hmm. till they make someone stumble. And so they just not only want to do evil, they want to cause somebody else to stumble.
2: Yeah.
0: And you guys may have experienced this when folks are persistent about trying to get you to do something bad. Yeah. They say, oh, "Come on, come on, yeah. come on! You can, you can just take it. Just, yeah. just, just hit it. Just, just do it. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, yeah. they do whatever it is. The evil. They just say oh, it ain't It's okay. It ain't gonna. Ain't that bad? And then they make it look like it's fun and it's pleasing and all that. And they put in this constant pressure on you to do evil, because evildoers want you to stumble. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the trademark of the enemy. And the enemy yes. will will make you feel like it's nothing wrong with it. Like, oh, come on, everybody's doing this or whatever. And then you follow
0: along. And then once you do it, then the enemy makes you feel bad about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he makes you feel like, oh, I can't believe you did that or whatever. You know, just a bunch of confusion. Yeah. So it, it becomes their natural tendency, brother Daryl said, the Adam said, preach. That's yep. right.
2: Yeah.
0: And and I want to I want to throw something out here that many of us have. have got pressured to do it, thinking nothing really wrong with it <laughs> and that is you know around late January and well last year I think it was the first couple of days of February something oh, happens around that time y'all every year that gets folks sucked in it's called the Super Bowl oh, <laughs> it's, so called, hell, what <laughs> it's called what the, it's called the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl. polls. Yeah, the buying squares. I'm gotta give me some squares.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: and, and folks is like, come on, this is five dollars, it's ten dollars a square, it's fifteen dollars yeah. a square. And it's it's gambling. It's like I mean, so you might say, well I'll just do it for fun and all that, but you are instigating uh 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 something that's not leading folk to God. And they make it sound like it's all innocent and all that. And I know I'm stepping on some toes with this one. Because I've seen a it's whole a lot. Us, it's yeah. a stumbling block It's a stumbling block. I've seen a whole lot of folk, my brothers and sisters in Christ, who talking about Super Bowl poles and squares mm-hmm. and talking about how they won $200 and all this stuff and all that kind of stuff. It's like, can I just enjoy the game? You know, I don't, I don't need a pole to enjoy the game, yeah. okay? Um, a box, a few squares and all that kind of stuff. I know I'm stepping on some toes, y'all, but I got to tell you. I got to tell you, we need to understand just how deceitful our hearts can be.
1: That's right. And
0: so, and want us to do bad. And so folks will pressure us into buying these squares, Mm -hmm. right? The eighth thing um, is deceit, deceit. And that's giving false impressions or deliberately misleading someone. Mm -hmm. Look what it says in Jeremiah 23, 26. How long will this go on? If they are prophets, they are prophets of deceit, inventing everything they say. Mm-hmm. Prophets of the deceit, inventing everything inventing they me, say. They lying. <laughs> yes, they're just making up stuff, just y'all. They're making it up, they make it up stuff, and they're giving a false impression. And uh, so Jesus is saying, "This is another thing that comes from the heart. Yeah. It's it's deliberately misleading." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the the tenth, the ninth. The ninth I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the ninth. Um, kind of evil is lustful desires, mm-hmm. lustful desires. And this is a longing for pleasure and it, and it's something that can never really be satisfied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was fun. Okay. At some point, you're like, let me do it again. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. Let me get, do it again. Let me do it again. It just never gets satisfied. Yeah. Look what it says saying 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Do not love the world or anything in the world. There's that world thing again, we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. So lustful desires comes from our wicked mm-hmm. hearts. And we have to make sure that we keep that in check. And that is that we want to do that because we want to do the will of God. And we want to love the things of God, not the things of the world. All right. And this reminds me of a conversation that Jesus had with Peter. Old Pete. Oh, Pete. And after Peter had moments after Peter had just said how Jesus was the son of God <laughs> and, and, and Jesus told him that the father revealed that to you. And then Jesus began to tell him, tell them how he was going to be crucified. He was going to be buried, but he would be raised. Peter said, oh, no, nah, that ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. He, he just got through saying that Jesus was the Christ. And then all of a sudden now he's telling God what's not going to happen. Right. And Jesus' response to Peter was, Leader, Peter, you are you you are too you are still too mindful. I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. you're too mindful of earthly things. Your mind is more on the earth than it is on the things of God or the things of heaven. And this is what we have to fix and understand that our hearts naturally desire earthly, temporal, wicked, evil things. And we need God to make us more heavenly and Eternally minded Amen. so that we can overcome the, the things that are in the world. Mm-hmm. The tenth kind of evil is envy, envy. Mm. And that's a feeling of ill will because of another's advantages, possessions, etc. So you're feeling some kind of way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. because of the advantages that somebody else has, mm-hmm. or the possessions somebody else has, mm-hmm. and you're kind of wanting what they got that that goes into covetousness it, it eventually moves into covetousness but you're feeling some kind of way yeah <laughs> because somebody has an advantage of possession or something you don't have mm-hmm. that's envy. Yeah. and look what it says here In Matthew 27, 17 and 18. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, who do you want me to release to you? All right, let me give some context here. Jesus is on trial (laughs) and he's standing before Pilate and they're calling for Jesus to be, wanting Jesus to be crucified. And Pilate says, okay, I'm gonna give you a choice. Y'all listening? Mm-hmm. Pilate says, I'm giving you a choice. <laughs> who do you want released to you? Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? They had a chance to choose from Barabbas, who was a well known criminal.
2: Yes, well known. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he was a notorious criminal. Mm-hmm. They said, You can get Barabbas released. Or you can get Christ, Jesus Christ released. <laughs> they had a choice. right? I'm talking about these folks with these deceptive hearts. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all understand this. The, the evil heart, the deceptive heart, that wicked heart is going to choose evil every time.
2: Yeah, every time.
0: And Pilate asked these evil folk with these evil hearts, what's your choice?
2: Yeah.
0: And they said, verse 18. And well, we know what they said. They chose Barabbas. Right. But look what Pilate says, what the scripture says about Pilate in verse 18. For he knew that they had handed him over because of envy.
2: And that's a capital him. So we
0: know Yeah. about
2: Christ.
0: Yes, they handed Christ over. So Pilate was speaking of these evil people, which was the high priest, the religious rulers, the religious leaders had brought. Jesus to trial, they had handed him over to Pilate, who was the Roman governor or the ruler at the time, the one who do the, to make the judgment. And he said, and the text says, Pilate knew that the motivation for them bringing Jesus to him was envy. Mm-hmm. So it was envy that in the hearts of these religious leaders that caused Jesus, that led Jesus to be crucified.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Think about that. terrible. That's what envy can do. Envy can get our Lord crucified. Mm. And they didn't like the influence Christ was having. They didn't like the power he was exhibiting, the authority he was standing with. And that envy said to them, well, I will take Barabbas instead of the Christ. We'll take the notorious criminal over the sinless one. Mm -hmm. the one who's done who has no fault and Pilate even admitted that I find no fault in him. That's what a wicked heart would do. That's Mm -hmm. what it'll do. So envy got our our Lord crucified. Mm -hmm. So we need to avoid envy like a plague because envy can cause us to pull away from the things of Christ, Mm -hmm. to take our eye off Christ, to devalue Christ's teachings, his instructions, his example, envy can cause us to do that. So we need to check our hearts. The 11th kind of evil is slander, slander. And that's speaking ill of or against another person. Look what it says in James 4, 11. It says, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks, speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. So here, understand the law, God gave the law. God was the lawgiver.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when we decide that we're going to speak against a brother or sister, and we are speaking against the law that God gave, then we are actually speaking against the things of God because God made the law.
1: Right.
0: And that's what slander can do. And so the scripture is instructing us not to speak against or ill will against our brothers and sisters in Christ because we want to lift each other up. We want to build each other up. We want to strengthen each other. But that comes from our hearts. And as you know, this leads to gossip and all kinds of other stuff that can happen, mm-hmm. right? Amongst believers, yeah. slander comes from the heart. The 12th thing that Jesus listed here is pride.
1: Pride.
0: And that's simply an overestimation of, of oneself. <laughs> Okay, you're just thinking too highly of yourself. Yeah. You're thinking about yourself too much, too often, too high. Uh, just it's all about you. Yeah. Look what it says here in Romans twelve three. God has given me a special gift. as Apostle Paul talking, and that is why I have something to say to each one of you. Don't think that you are better than you really are. Mm-hmm. You must see yourself just as you are. Decide what you are by the faith God has given each of us, and from here Paul started to list some of the spiritual gifts and stuff that God was that were God given, mm-hmm. and so we must see ourselves as we are, not as uh, we hope we would be, not like you know no. What is the truth about us? You know, what is the gifts that God is giving us? How has God made us? What is our true characteristics? Mm-hmm. And we need not to think of ourselves higher or more so than what we really are. See, it was pride that got the devil kicked out of heaven. Right. And Jesus says, "I saw him fall like lightning out of heaven," mm-hmm. and it was because the devil, who was a, a, a an exalted angel, started to use the word "I." <laughs> He started to lift himself up. He was saying, "I, I, I can do this. I can do that." We find it listed in the in 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 the in the prophets. Uh, 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 the devil's mindset with "I," yeah. and I want I want to caution us because we are hearing particularly, and we heard it this morning in our in our meeting this morning, where people talking about "I" and "my." Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I don't think this or my body or my yeah. right I want my rights mm-hmm. and I want to caution us well, as we getting prepared to enter into eternity with God the the, the I, I want you to know that I and my in heaven won't be part of our cap- vocabulary yeah, right and if it is all it's going to be is my lord mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's going to be, right. it's going to be that, or I surrender or something like that. It's not going to be you claiming possession. Yeah. That's not kingdom language. Mm-hmm. Kingdom language is surrender. We were singing in the song, Lord, I, you can have my heart. You can, you can have my heart. I give it to you. It's yours. And folks are being deceived by their hard hearts with this my stuff and I stuff. And that's what got the devil kicked out of heaven. Yeah. Cause he started talking that I stuff. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: He starts seeing and thinking of himself bigger than he was. That's pride. And then the last kind of evil that Jesus mentioned is foolishness foolishness and foolishness is the opposite of wisdom look what it says in psalms 14:1. the fool says in his heart where does he say it in his heart there is no god wow They are corrupted, says, their deeds are vile. There is no one who does good. Hmm. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Hmm. See, foolishness is the rejecting or disregarding of some obvious and basic truth or fundamental value. It's an obvious, basic, fundamental truth or value but the fool disregards it or rejects it. Think about me or any any person saying gravity ain't real. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like okay, all right. It is obvious gravity is real. Okay, I you guess. don't you don't have to be a rocket scientist uh, or or a anything to know that gravity is real is real. Yeah,
2: because
0: everything that falls, everything you drop falls. Mm-hmm. You everything. Yeah.
2: We live it. We live live in in it continuously. Continuously.
0: So it's like you saying, okay, I'm going to defy gravity. I'm going to deny gravity. No, that's foolish Mm -hmm. because it's an obvious fact and truth. It's a basic fundamental thing, right? So, so is the evidence of God. The Bible says, Mm -hmm. the Bible says that God's real, the fact that God is real, that there is a God is clearly seen. He says it in Psalm 19. He says it in Romans chapter one, that God's power, divine nature is clearly seen by things that were made. Clearly,
2: yes.
0: God is saying that's a fundamental value. That's a fundamental reality. Mm -hmm. And for someone to say in their heart, there is no God, the Bible says that's a fool. Mm.
2: That's a fool.
0: (laughs) That's foolish. Mm -hmm. And this comes from the human heart to deny or disregard something that's so obvious and fundamental. And so that comes from the heart and we don't want that to be a part. The fool says fire is not hot, okay? Mm -hmm. All right, that it can't burn you, okay. Obviously fire can burn. And so God tells us all these things. He talks about uh, evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, and envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. Mm-hmm. All these vile things, it says. Matthew said, Mark seven. All these vile things come from within. And they are what defile you. And I want to encourage each and every one of us to not um, allow our jacked up hearts to defile us and let God clean our hearts up. Mm -hmm. And as we continue to walk through the series, we're going to see some of the other things that because of God, specifically Jesus Christ, there are now other travelers that come from our heart.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And we thank God for them. That I don't have to settle or rest or be locked to all these travelers of heart, from my heart that just mentioned that jacks me up, that deceives me, that causes me to stumble. Because these things had me on my way to hell before Jesus Christ came and did open heart surgery on me. And because of that, I'm not the same. I'm not the same. not the same i do not believe the same things. My convictions are different. My behavior is different. My life is different. And my future is different. And I'm so grateful that God has changed my path, changed my life,
2: made me whole, and we praise God
1: for it. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert.
2: You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much? That he sent his son to die for your sin if you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed pray this prayer Lord God I admit that I've sinned against you I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you I ask that you come into my life come into my heart take control, transform me into the character of your Son, Jesus Christ, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other
1: believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Quench Life CF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time
0: I just want you to understand the violent person was the one who was rewarded. And this was the culture of the day. And Noah was the only one. one. And then his family benefiting from his righteousness, him walking with God, his faithfulness to God. And just imagine if you take all believers out, what our world would be full of. And this means We know we should know that there's an impact, even though it doesn't feel like it or even seem like it at times, that as we stand as believers and we walk faithfully with God, we are impacting our environment. It's just a fact, whether people believe it or not.
1: Thank you for listening.